Question till twelve. <laughs> Question till twelve. I can't say it. Maybe I should stop the gin actually. <laughs> um, from anonymous. <laughs> what would you say is the biggest obstacle in the black community worldwide? Or oh, worldwide, Jesus Christ, has to deal with at the moment? A. Mental slavery. B. Inferiority complex. C. Our elders have been programmed to reprogram us to repeat mistakes. Okay, so worldwide. Uh, yeah, I've confused. Are you sure you want to not shorten that? I won't do it worldwide. Because Jesus Christ. I won't do it worldwide. <laughs> I'll speak. For, I'll speak on what I know. Um, as a Nigerian, um, I'll speak on what I know. As a Nigerian, I feel the biggest obstacle our gener- we have to face is it is it our generation. Or black people. The black know. community. I feel that's the, the the biggest obstacle we have to face is um, coming to terms with the fact that um, the white people fucked us up a lot. Mm. They fucked us up heavy, but also there's a new world and it's not as fucked up as it was. And getting rid of that inferiority complex is important because, like, I remember Malcolm X said. Um, funny enough, I saw this quote in a Kodak Black song, so you know. But Malcolm X said to paraphrase that. The biggest problem he finds with a black man is this inferiority complex he has where he feels lesser than the white man or the other just because, I mean, because of the things we've gone through. And that's mental slavery. Mm. It's fair enough. We have gone through these things. We have been tortured mentally, physically. However, we, if we keep playing the victim instead of carrying ourselves as the kings and queens we are, we will never get out of this, you know? And also, the more we blame external forces for our problems in today's world, the less we focus on the internal forces which are actually, like, doing way more damage. Mm. Like, there's internal forces, like, who collaborate with those external forces. They look like you. Like, there's a quote Charlemagne usually uses. It says, all skin folk are not your kinfolk. And that is meant to mean, because somebody is your same color as you, doesn't mean they fuck with you. Mm. And we have to start learning to realize that our true enemy is in front of us. Like, in the modern world, there's laws, even though these laws go broken a lot most of the time, there's laws in place to make sure that our leaders have to be the ones signing off our rights and our, our lives to these foreign investors and foreign entities. Um, so, yeah, we just have to be more... I just feel like, you know what? Be confident. Remember that you're a you remember that you're a god on your in your own right. But yeah, um next one. Okay. I mean, I just want to cut in. I'm sorry. sorry I know yeah, you on. said next one, no, sorry, but yeah, I'm just on. saying. Yeah. So, my friend Augusta Mary, she did African studies like us last year. She now works in a school and she does conferences all over the all over the world about African philosophy. So, for Black History Month at her school, she wanted to do a conference for African philosophy for the philosophy students. They were told, oh, we already do things for Black History Month. It's already been set. What they had planned was a lesson on slavery 
and two fathers were coming in to talk about knife crime because their sons died from knife crime. So when you're talking about inferiority complex, it's, it's a bit deeper than just knowing you're a king. You need to be taught that there were kings. Yeah. And I mean, I just have anger issues towards the British education system when it comes to teaching anyone that's not white because it's just so fucked up. But like you are taught into that inferiority complex as well as they, I mean, there's studies that are proven that, you know, trauma and all that happened is genetically passed down. So there's a lot more to just knowing and believing you're a king. So I think, you know, education. That's why, as always, ways, is key. That's why, in a lot of ways, um, as 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 much as I've said earlier, politicians are just figureheads. Mm. Barack Obama being in office for eight years, um, his job was not to be the president. His job was to be the president. For his job was to be a symbol, like his job was to just stand there as a confident black man and be black and be black. That's it. I I'm, saw this post and it was like, you've had your black president now. You can shut the fuck up and sit down. And it's like, actually, no, it's about to start. It's just kicking off now. You have no idea. But yeah. So question 13. Sahela. Sahala. Sahela. Okay. Apologies. Said. I'll just read it how she typed it. Nah, a personal question. I'd like to give you... Uh, and I'll start from the middle yes, because the that does not. Do you think Noah from five years ago would be happy to see the Noah he is today? So we're talking 20 year old Noah. So university Noah? Versus masters Noah. Mm. I feel like Noah from five years ago would be like, dude, you are so boring. No. <laughs> uh, I honestly, I swear to God, man. Being a responsible adult, being a responsible member of society is not fun. You have to do it, but young 25, 20 year old Noah would be like, dude, get a life. Go party. Go party. Go, you know. Stop being ill all the time. <laughs> you know, it's like, he would have been like, bro, just relax. But that Noah was, that Noah had confidence for years. That Noah had confidence to feed the whole world. Mm. This Noah confidence or ego? Ego. It's not mm. confidence. It was fake. It was bravado. Um, to be fair, it was confidence, but it was hidden in bravado. Mm. Now I feel like now there's nowhere. Just I don't feel the need to justify myself. I don't feel the need to impress people, just because I'm so I'm I'm happy to. I just want to improve. I just want to be better than the guy I was yesterday. So it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing around me. I'm just like, well, good for you. Like I'm really happy for you, but. Uh, if you inspire me, then I'm fucking with that. Mm. But in general, I just really... I like being by myself. I like being able to grow by myself. You know, I've learned so much about myself, especially in the last year and a half. Um, that 20-year-old Noah was just, like, coasting, man. He was getting mm. too much shit easy. So you're saying he wouldn't be happy, but it's probably a good thing he wouldn't be happy because it means you're on the right track because he was not. No, he was on the right... Oh, no, listen, I've always been on the right track. No. Nah. It's just... <laughs> It's just, it depends on, people have the definitions of what the right track is, right? Mm -hmm. um, for example, I feel like if when I was really young and people tried to stop me from being wild and expressive and opinionated, if I had just listened and kept quiet, I wouldn't be who I am today. Mm. So having that stubbornness and that will to be like, listen, this is who I am, I exist, 
and then start, like that helped me a lot and then learning to calm down be like okay right it's time to figure out what you actually want it, I feel like I, I like that a lot so I think 20 year old Noah was in the right track he was just having his fun um, 25 year old Noah is boring man I don't think so but maybe it was because I just did finish the masters like I it just depends what you class is boring and what you class is fun oh I had fun doing that masters man I had fun doing that dissertation it was stressful but I had so much fun mm-hmm. doing it and 20 year old Noah wouldn't have had the patience to do this podcast because 20 year old Noah was just like proper ADHD crazy like yo every second something new was happening let's go happening. Like, mm. so it, you know it's cool okay so question 14 from anonymous so social media is such an important platform what has been the biggest thing it has taught you this one's gonna be very short everybody has opinions most of them don't make any sense (laughs) but if enough people are scared of not following the crowd then your opinions make all the sense in the world and you can lie down your room with like five hundred thousand retweets and be like you know what i achieved something um also social media fucks up your phone it just makes your phone hot. It makes you hot. It makes, like, I just cannot figure out why people have chosen to intentionally feed themselves with anxiety. That's what social media has made me realize. We actually were so bored of not having real issues. We were like, you know what, let's make issues. Mm. So now, every, so many people are like, oh, like Instagram now wants to take off the likes because they're like, oh, this is affecting people too much. Dude. Why are, you, why are we taking so many fucking pictures to start with? Like, why have we become such vain creatures that all Apple needs to do now is release new cameras? Apple is a camera company now. Apple might as well change their name to Canon. <laughs> because why are you like that? They don't Just do anything else. Ooh, our new, our new phone doesn't do anything different, but the camera resolution is But now there's better. three little cameras yes, on the three back. Little cameras. But a phone will die within half an hour. If you weren't vain <laughs> enough already. <laughs> <laughs> oh look I can see my limbs a bit longer now so I'm gonna no but the problem moment. with better cameras is when you take a selfie it's just not as good because you can see everything yeah then you filter the fuck you out know that android quality is sometimes useful <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an android man all day same but yeah Next. right question 15 is from Malik shout out cutie he said why did you start the podcast Oh, the podcast was initially started to chat shit with my friends. Chat um, shit, get banged. Chat shit. I haven't been banged yet. Are you sure? Because you didn't quite answer question three. Oh, God. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the other way then? Yeah. <laughs> but um, the main reason I started the podcast was because I had a lot of ideas in my head and a lot of weird questions. And I'd been going to so many social circles at uni, um, Nottingham, just having these type of conversations and dialogue. And I realized that there was a real market for this. People really, people were really tired of, of just be regurgitating the same opinions. You know, when you go into a dinner party, hey, what do you think about Trump? <laughs> Bad. What do you think about Hillary? Woman? Good. What do you think about me too? All of them are guilty. What do you think, you know, instead of having the platforms where it's like hey what do you think about this yo personally i think donald trump is not the worst person personally i think hillary clinton might be the you know the fact that people i just wanted this platform to give chat people about the, shit yeah to give mm. people the opportunity to actually test their brains why do i think that why does other person think different from me you know and you know the long-term goal is global 
global. Sure, yeah, we, we work slowly, but we work in the in the light, mysterious ways. Yeah. Mm. Don't play with don't play with the OG man. Don't play with him. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga be creepy. <laughs> I tell Damn. people, listen, if if you wanna be, if you wanna know something crazy, right? Listen to me talk about my idea of God. Mm. It's not the same as most of you. But I'm intrigued. <laughs> all I'm saying is that's the biggest Joker in the world, and I don't mean Joker and like oh he's a clown. I mean Joker and he's the biggest comedian. Yeah. No, me and Kuo always say God has to be a woman because the game she plays. <laughs> <laughs> Spiteful as well. Mm, Petty. Has to be a woman. Petty. Uh, you know what I mean? Fine. Fine. I'm going to go to her. It's like, uh, really? I'm going I'm to get a virgin. I'm going to get her pregnant and take this whole blessing <laughs> to a completely different tribe. Fuck y'all. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. So, as you just mentioned, Donald Trump, it's only suiting to ask question 16 from Anonymous, which is why do you like Donald Trump so much? All right. So, I didn't even know you liked him that much. Yeah, I didn't know I liked Donald Trump either. So, this uh, question is, in, this is interesting. Intrigued. Uh, thank you, Anonymous. Uh, <laughs> I don't like Donald Trump. I respect Donald Trump. Mm. Uh, there's a difference. I feel like the reason I respect Donald Trump is because. Um, I don't know. I feel like everybody was getting complacent. People were getting complacent. People for like the worst thing the human race can do, in my opinion, is to get comfortable and be like, "Oh, we've we've done it." Like this game doesn't end. I don't know if you've noticed, but this game has been going on for a while now. Mm. It doesn't end. It just sometimes you think you're figured it it's out. Like Monopoly, man. And your a whole fucking Keeps generation, on fucking going. Millions <laughs> of people worldwide will just die in one in the space of ten years, and then you be like, "Oh my god, it's all over!" And then you build to the next level. I feel like we were getting complacent, and I hate when society gets complacent because people start to think, "Oh, Obama was there. Woman is running for next president. That means it's all good now." No. So I feel like Same Donald game. Trump was. A perfect person to come in and just remind you all that no, the things you guys used to fear, they still exist. So you need to fix up. He doesn't know what he's doing because I feel like um, I feel like the spirits work in very mysterious ways. So Donald Trump might think he's getting one over on people. He has no idea. The spirits, you know, you're such a Yoruba man, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he has he has no idea. And so why I respect him is, I honestly just I love his bluntness, and. I'm sorry, why have we been made to grow up on gangster rap, gangster movies, and then when there's a gangster in the White House, everybody's like, oh, fuck him. Fam, mm. you have to admit, he's going to get fucked up, but... He did it. The film is going to be interesting. Did we not all play Top Trumps as a child? Wait, he's been Trump? there for the, from time. Yeah, the guy's been there from time immemorial. Um, listen, I feel like everybody gets what's coming to them. Mm. Um, you the whole world is, is gets panicked and worries too much. Donald Trump doesn't make decisions. Let me make it clear to you. If you look at m previous presidents' records, they do very similar things to what Trump does. Um, Trump needs a legacy act, and then he'll he'll have cemented his the same way Obama used um, um, Obamacare as his legacy act. Trump is looking for one. Unfortunately, mm. he's not intelligent enough or gifted enough to figure out an actual useful one. So he's like, "I'll build a wall." Mm. Um, but in reality, I feel like everything in the, that happens in the dark will come to the light. Um, so I do respect the man for having balls, but I also don't, I don't like him. So kind of, you know, hate yeah. the game, not the player. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's just playing the game. 
He is, yeah, and he's playing it well. He's yeah, Hillary Clinton was just fam. I should have coached her, but yeah. You should have coached Hillary Clinton. I think so. Okay. You I heard it here first, I people. Would have told her for all I, the first thing I would have said is that hot sauce, never bring it out. People hate pandas. <laughs> Why are you pandering? If a black, if a white person comes to a cookout or anything and says, yo, bro, I do not understand black culture, but I'm not going to lie, my white ass would like to learn something about this because mm-hmm. I actually fuck with this and I would like to learn. People open their arms and like, you know what? Fair enough. But when you go to someone like, hey, I know everything about you guys. I'm one of the people. Mm. And turns out your husband locked up hundreds of thousands of <laughs> black men. It's just like, eh, please sit down, enjoy your... So, Hillary, if you're listening, talk to Noah. He'll, he'll help you out, you yeah, know. She maybe should, she should me. maybe next election. <laughs> no, honestly, she should have called me. I'm not ready. I'm not intelligent enough to deal with that campaign. because, um, But I feel I would tell her the truth. And mm. that's one thing I know I can do. What I like in... I mean, I'm sure she li- looks at her Twitter, like... <laughs> she doesn't listen. That woman is a robot. Mm, She's one of those twist. arrogant people. That's why Trump found it so easy. Well, have you not read the conspiracy? About All white people empower aliens. Like, reptile people. I believe it, and I'm white, so... Mm. <laughs> I haven't seen that tale yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> so, question 17 is from Will. And I'm, I'm wondering, is this the same Will? This is the same Will. Will... Calm down, because there are four more from you. Um, <laughs> so Will wants to know, what does your name mean? And uh, which one? I'm not, Noah. I feel like it's self-explanatory. Uh, so it's continue. I don't know what the Hebrew means. I don't know. But well, Noah's ark. That would do. Adeguke means that's my Nigerian. That's my Nigerian name. Um, Adeguke means Ade means crown. Guke means climb up. So it means the crown always goes up. Um, Adioye is my surname, and that means crown of kings. So, yeah. Wow. You're fucking royal, mate. Yeah, but I don't have my bank account. It doesn't reflect that royalty, does it? Mm. But, yeah. Um, Did you pick Noah when you came to the UK, or was it always Noah? You know, my granddad named me Noah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my G. Um, rest in peace, daddy. He, mm. Not daddy, but you know what I mean. Mm. In, in I mean, daddy color. has many meanings, that, yeah, but yeah. I'm just going to leave um, that yeah, with that yeah. unopened. Wow. <laughs> Well, yeah, in, in, like, in African culture, we call our elders daddy, mommy, auntie, mm. even if they're not related to us, because it's a way of showing respect. Um, but yeah, the OG gave me the name. Um, he must have known what kind of person I would be. He was more stubborn than I was, so that's good. Like, my dad was moist compared to him. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, question 18. Will would also like to know... <laughs> I feel like you and Will just need to clearly meet up because he's got a lot of questions. You clearly don't keep in contact. Bro, we lived together for, for like two and a half, three years, bro. He wants to know who would play you in your, how do you say, biopic? Bio, bio, biopic? Uh, biopic, yes. Who would play you? I swear to God, I have no idea. Because I'm assuming by the time I'm old enough to have one, if I do, uh, most of them will be dead or old. Mm. Um. Who do I think re- can reflect me? Uh, John Boyega. He kind of looks like me. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I wait till I'm 38 and I'm shouting at some powerful people. Um, and yeah, and then I'll get him to... You play. know when you're coaching Hillary Clinton for the next election, nah, he can repay could, that. I don't fuck with her now. <laughs> um, I don't fuck with any of those people. Those Trumps, the, the Clintons. 
fam, these people have. Oh my god, I wish people understood how baseless this shit is. I wish people would understand that when you go out to vote, these motherfuckers have meetings and they're friends and they just chill. They go to each other's weddings. Their kids are besties and they have meetings and they're like, it's not personal. We're still going to get a couple bill on this and we're going to hide the money and nobody's going to know, but we're going to make it sound like it's women. Yeah, but anyway, let me not go on that rant. Yeah, absolutely nothing to do with who will play you in but your yeah, biopic. So John, John Boyega. Mm, good choice. Shout out John Boyega. Yeah, gee. So question 19. From Will, <laughs> would you rather? So we discussed this earlier, but I'm intrigued. Who would would you rather be invisible, have super strength, or be able to fly? I'd rather be invisible because mm-hmm. why? I, I don't know why I'm flying. People own airspace. I ain't trying to get shut down. <laughs> um, uh, super strength is stupid because you know we always know historically black people had way more strength than white people. What happened? Uh, when, once the white people found guns it was like kind of over isn't it? Like, especially <laughs> snipers it was like yeah. I love how you say found guns I like that because it's true yeah they didn't invent it mm. they didn't sound like they did Shout I mean Chinese. they tried <laughs> um, but yeah I'd rather be able to be invisible because I feel like my my favourite thing to do is watch I feel like I'm on this earth to be the watcher and the seer um, I see uh, you know so being invisible helps you know you can be the fly in the room and just get what other people, you know, just monitor things, you know. Yeah, and you're like me, you know, your instincts, they, they speak to you, but it would be nice to know if your instincts are correct. And being invisible would definitely help with that. Yeah, but the problem is I know my instincts are correct most of the time. Damn. So even if I had the power, I'd just be like, what You'd be like, it would mm, be is like... Sips tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Uh, what, what number is down now? Right, we're on 20. Oh, sure, okay, we're almost done. Right, question 20. I've got a headache now. From Will. <laughs> Shout out, Will. What is your ethical view on gambling? Don't do it. It's a very stupid thing to do. Um, I don't judge people who do it. However, in Islam, there's a very strict law about against gambling. Mm. Um, and there's a reason for that. Because that shit steals your soul. You might not know, and you might think, oh, I just, you know, make it like you put 10 pounds in. Um, you put ten pounds down, thinking, "Oh, it's a short bet," then the, you know you lose your ten pounds. So you're like, "Okay, fine, I'll put more." Then you win a hundred pounds. You're like, "Oh my god, I'm good now." Um, people who go casinos, a lot of famous celebrities have, or famous, just people in general have committed suicide, lost all their worth just because mm-hmm. of gambling. It's not a good thing. Um, I'll give you an example. I was w- one time in first year uni. Um, I was really broke, um, as all students usually are. I was really broke, and I had £25 in my account. I also know was playing Man City. Uh, I don't bet. I don't gamble, usually. Uh, but the first time I'd ever, ever gambled before that, like when I was 17 or 18, I had put a £10 bet, and I'd helped somebody predict some scores for a £10 bet as well, and we had both won, like, £250. But then they found out I was underage and nobody got the money. Um, <laughs> but that made me feel like, okay, shit, I might be good at this. All right, Man City, Arsenal, I'm hungry as fuck. I'm like, you know what? Let me double my money. Man City is definitely winning this. So I put £10. All right, now I'm left with 15 Arsenal score. I'm like, God damn it. All right, you know what? Fuck it. It's going to end as a... Um, Arsenal is going to win. Unlikely. All right, guess what happens in the end? A draw. 
lost all my my lunch money. It was in that moment I was like, this is stupid. This mm. is actually a different level of of idiocy. Uh, it doesn't mean I wouldn't still do it, but I would try and make sure the bets were a bit more secure. But so in that case, what do you think about arcades in terms of like it's fun for children? I used to go to the arcades as a kid, living by the seafront. Is that not a gateway to gambling? Oh, definitely, is a gateway to gambling. Uh, but I don't know. So, at what level does the ethical view? You also have to remember that people decide their lives, and mm. a lot of the time, people don't feel they have anything to live for like that. So they create things around them to they might be healthy or unhealthy habits. They create things to kind of make them sustain themselves. So I'm I'm so tired of my voice. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, I don't I don't condone gambling. I know I sound like a hypocrite because I just said I would probably try it. And, you know, if I went to Vegas or something, I'd probably gamble. When in Rome? Just, yeah, when in Rome. Mm. But in general, I'm trying to avoid it. Okay. So, 21. Anonymous. Oh, okay. Jesus yeah, well, Will's done, mate. We're done with Will. <laughs> no offense, Will. There are other people. I'm sure you're a lovely guy, but you've you've done enough. <laughs> um, Anonymous wants to know, what's your favorite word right now? Sensational. Like the, the crisps, sensations. The, and then the reason is sensation is because uh, the rapper Future usually says uh, sensational. And I just feel it's a cool way to just, like, when something really nice happens, people always expect you to have some really deep breakdown of exactly how you feel. I just feel sometimes when people are like, yo, how you feeling? I'm just like, sensational. That's it. I feel awesome. Mm. You know, so, yeah, sensational. Cool. 22. Spiritual nice. also. Well, spiritual is everybody's favorite word, you know. I mean, we live in the hippie generation at the moment. Until a really fucked up tragedy happens and most people lose their faith in God. And uh, we have to wait for the next generation to go back to spirit. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Whew, I thought we were done. <laughs> um, 22. What is your motive in life? From Anonymous. Sorry, I forgot to say. What is my motive in life? Um. To put myself and my family in a position where we are winners and our true abilities and our true um, our true amazing form can be showed. Mm. Um, and also to help, if I can, enlighten young people, older people, whoever I can help about how to better understand and enjoy their mental spaces, utilize their mental spaces and deal with mental health issues. Um, and yeah, also to be a nuisance. Fair enough. Nuisance is the more important one. Mm. Young Noah would be proud. Yeah, he would. Mm, keeping on the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> question 23 from me. Jesus Christ, I'm almost done. Oh, God, I remember this question. You killed me. So, hey. do we have time? Because I need a piece. Right. What is your thought on the development between China and Africa for the future? This is a big question. Uh, I'm going to keep it short. Um, I strongly believe that the Europeans tried to have a relationship with Africa and then it was a more of a it was more of a selfish relationship where they took most of the shit and gave us like fuck all. Mm. At least the Chinese try a bit better. At least the Chinese try a bit better to balance it out. It might not be like in the capitalist world system it's almost unfortunately impossible to genuinely do things truly fair without gaining a lot for yourself. And the Chinese have been known to I wouldn't say the Chinese because it sounds like I'm generalizing. China as a state has been known to do some really dodgy, questionable things in Africa. Yeah. That being said, we need help. 
uh, we're tired of getting the help from European people that just put you in debt. Yeah, just mm-hmm. yeah, put, put us in the problem in the first place. And I feel like China has. China understands our plight more than the Europeans because the Europeans also fuck China over. But just because they understand, does that that not mean that they could be manipulating the situation? Oh, no, they're manipulating. Don't ever feel like in this world we live in today, don't ever feel like in a higher level, even on an everyday level, but on a higher level, don't ever feel like people are not trying to manipulate you for something. Um, yeah, I see people blaming China a lot, but in my opinion, it's the African government that are letting them in the african government like there's an african but african governments that are letting them in and doing what they're doing in terms of the negative things that they may be doing so but yeah intrigued you know i I don't know i I, honestly speaking my my opinion on that is brief because i genuinely do not know enough Mm. i haven't been to nigeria in a minute i do not know enough about what's happening between china and um, most african countries i know there's development i know there's been embezzlement i know there's been Good things and bad things, so I'm just going to keep at that until I know more. Mm. So, number 24, you would also like to know, what do you think of the 5G? Do you think that China will take over the world little by little in the next three decades? Um, I don't know much about 5G. Uh, I don't like to speak on things I don't know about, but all I'll say is um, China has had a while to prepare and while the west was wanking themselves off like <laughs> oh my god we're so great we figured it out we had all these philosophers and all these revolutionaries and enlightenment so we figured it out the west actually unfortunately stopped growing in a lot of ways and that's why the ideas are just repeated now oh gender fluidity this it is this i'm not saying these things are bad i'm just saying a lot of the time it's just recycling stuff because there's nothing really new the Chinese, on the other hand, had a lot of time to struggle to deal with economic inequality on a high level. Imagine dealing with billions of people in one umbrella, under one umbrella. So I think they've, China has, has, has changed the trajectory of that country phenomenally. And they're not going to stop. And China is very secretive. I, I trust the people who don't show i mean i i'm wary of people who don't show their hands china doesn't show their hands they just do and whereas the americans for instance are loud they show their hands a lot and i'm like "Mm, okay i can see who is going to probably be dominant Mm. well that's the difference the words take over and the words kind of like dominating the economy are very they're two different things take over i don't think is their plan they do not want the world to become china but i think they'd quite happily to be number one in the world yeah they don't want to teach all of you chinese that's long fam you know how long (laughs) half of us can't even speak our own languages exactly Exactly. so why would you go all the way to that but but yeah Mm. that's yeah i think white people can only imagine what they imagine and that's that anyway so 25 Mm. Although I do have a question because let's be honest, this is one year for every life you've lived. I want to make sure you live one more. But anyway, 25 is from Henry. Imagine Christianity slash Islam. First of all, Henry, uh, shout out Henry. I'm so sorry for losing our podcast episode. Mm. Um, Clearly this happens quite often. Um, If you call Noah out on something, he'll lose it. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) I'm joking. Okay, okay, well, yeah, go on. Okay, so imagine 
Christianity slash Islam is founded today, and in brackets is the 23rd of September, 2019, which... He's saying, no, not today. The question was sent to me a few days ago. Oh, so today, let's say... Wow, that's detailed. So today, do you think people would still be religious 100 years later? Um, okay, so I think religion is life. Like, I think, like, everybody's always religious. You just don't have, na- like, it just depends on how concentrated that religion is. Um, I mean, cons- how dominant the religion is, right? If atheism, for example, is a form of religion, religion for me is a way, a belief system, uh, how you formulate, how you explain your world. Science is a form of religion. Um, human rights is a form of religion. Uh, all these things are in weird ways religions because religion is something that you're, for me personally, something you're able to subscribe to as a belief system, right? So I feel like if Christianity and Islam came into the world for the first time today, oh my God, so many people would run with it. Mm. Um, I'm so glad it didn't come into the world today because Nigerian pastors would, whoo, Phenomenally rich, and it's not even fair to say. Are they not already? Pastors. Let's say yeah. pastors worldwide, man. You're, you're, you're speaking from experience. It's fine. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I do think I, I know we could have gone deeper into that one, but I have a headache now. So I do think yes, they would. Hundred years from now, yeah. Mm. Okay, so twenty six because I wanted my say. I haven't actually written the question, so if it comes out retarded, yeah. wrong word, but yeah, word. it it fits Unless into my question. So political correctness is a hot topic in recent years. How much or what role should political correctness play in comedy? How far should it go? Is Should it be taken into consideration? If so, how far? Or does comedy have a, a right? Uh, so this is cool. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot recently, mostly because I feel like I'm a bit of a comedian, even though I'm not funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that any joke goes as long as it's funny. If you, if somebody just lost their mom and you make the right joke, mm. the right perfectly timed joke, and it makes them laugh. But that's one-on-one. Comedians yeah. are one on whoever watches. And that's why I feel like if you just have to be funny. Like but I'm what re- if some people some find it funny? Like homophobic comments. Half of the population might laugh. Is it therefore correct? Is it therefore should be allowed? I feel, Racism. Okay, I feel like... I feel like, right, you know when something is malicious. You mm. know when something isn't, right? Um, homophobic jokes, transgender jokes, I mean transphobic jokes, racist jokes, etc. I feel like some people... I give him kind of a unspoken clearance mm. to use to make these jokes because people feel like we know your intent. We have followed your career for a while, so we actually know what kind of things you try to do with this. Like, for, insta- for instance, Bill Burr is a white guy. He actually has said nigger on his, on Damn. his, on his um, stand-ups before. There's a few other white guys who have said nigger. And black people love those people. Now, it's not because we're all, we have a slave mentality or anything. No, it's because Bill Burr, first of all, well, it's not an excuse, but he's married to a black woman. But also, in the context of the way he makes those jokes, plus in the reputation he has as 
picking up and championing black comedians, even the ones at very low levels and bringing them to a high level of, um, of, of importance in the eyes of the world has made people get to a point where they're like, you know what? I trust his intention. Like a few months ago. So it's intention. Ago, it's intention. Like a few years ago, Bill, uh, Bill Maher, I don't know if any, a lot of people know Bill Maher. He's a, he's a, I don't know how to explain him. You just have to look him up. He's B-I-L-L. <laughs> don't have to spell Bill. No, I know, but if you can't spell Bill, you just need to leave. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, oh, I see what you mean. So a few uh, year ago, or so he he was talking to a Republican senator, and this Republican senator is rumored to be a bit racist. So Bill Maher is white. He said, "Please, I'm a house Negro, not a field Negro, right?" Because the way the guy was talking about black people was so condescending. He was kind of talking about, you know, racist white people, racist people in general have a way of, especially intelligent ones, have a way of talking about race in a way that you know they're insulting you. Mm. But they're saying it in a way that they'd be like, oh, come on, it's not a big deal. So he was trying to make a comment like, bro, if you're going to compare me, at least put me in the house. I said, how's Negro? Since you want to decide where I stand. A lot of people took offense, mm. but a lot of people in the black community, like a lot of high-level people in American black society, like um, Ice Cube and others, they came out and said, you know what? Normally, we would cancel this guy, but this guy has been a champion of black rights and human rights for a while, mm. for like 20, 30, 40 years. So instead, what happened is Ice Cube, for instance, came on his show and called him out on it and said, look, I respect you. I don't respect how you said that. And even though Bill felt like, this is ridiculous, I've done so much more, my actions speak way louder than my words, he understood. He probably still says in his house, but he understood and he was like, okay, fine, I get it. And so I, with that, I feel like you can, once again, say whatever you want, just remember that there's repercussions. If you mm. don't have the clout to say it, don't say it. If you, ha if, you, if you choose to say it and there's consequences, deal with them. Like, if you insult Beyonce or you insult black women uh, and you say it was a joke, okay, but when they roast your life and they chase you off social media or they make you depressed, just make sure you remember that. Just make sure you remember that you weren't invited to the cookout, so to speak, mm. before you made that joke, right? Whereas when Dave Chappelle goes and makes a transgender joke, uh, he made the joke recent comedy special about the LGBTQ community, right? <clears throat> Uh, a lot of people were, not a lot, some people were offended, but in general, people were like, there was a, quite a few people who belonged to the LGBTQ community who reached out to Dave and made posted things online and said, listen, I trust that man, and I really wish people would make more jokes about us because why are we trying so hard to isolate us, you know? People made jokes about R. Kelly's victims, and I mean, Dave Chappelle made a skit called... I wanna pee on you. Like, ah! Mixing an R. Kelly song, and that's about Jeez. like a fourteen-year-old girl being peed on, which is messed up. But Dave Chappelle was making those comedy sketches where people were like, "Jesus Christ, this man is crazy," mm. offending everyone. And you know, so I feel it really depends. It's like just make sure you have the social. Just make sure you're liked enough mm. to make those comments, or else just shut up. It'll yeah. be funny. Like Kevin Hart, when he makes good jokes, people laugh. When he made the gay, the anti-gay comments, a homophobic comments years ago, he wasn't. They weren't funny. They were just like him blurting out homophobic comments, and people were like, "No, fuck that. That's mm -hmm. not a joke." 
He was like, but I'm a comedian. They're like, so what? Exactly. Um, that's why I don't make jokes about anything because, as you can tell, I am not funny. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to um, get in trouble. Uh, but, yeah, um, shout out God. Shout out my family. Shout out all my friends. Shout out me for, for staying here so late and doing this episode. It's fine. I need a piss since question seven. So, if you <laughs> want to wrap this up nicely. Um, but yes, um, if you're a new listener, thank you for listening. Hope you like, share, and subscribe. And if you're all listener, shout out. Thank you for being with us. I'm going to split this thing into three episodes because this is long. Yeah, uh, who so knows? love. Thank you very much. And yeah, looking forward to making more podcast episodes for you guys. I hope I answered these questions not too ignorantly because like I'm brilliant, but I'm also we're all quite, learning. I'm also quite moronic at times. We're all learning. So it is what it is. Thank you. Peace out. Bye. Right. You can go through. <laughs> Oh, I literally cannot straighten any of the pieces. I don't see how long that is. So I'm gonna kind of hold on. I need to get. I don't know how. Uh, the good thing is we'll probably be able to cut out like yeah. 10, 15 minutes. Or is it 0609? Oh shit, perfect. An hour and a half. So three episodes. Is it 06?